Ben. Yeah. It is going to be a crazy week. Yeah, man, and uh, I, I gotta tell you, remember that you remember that one show that you almost didn't make? Yeah. I almost didn't make it tonight. Oh, oh. Are, are we? Are, do we have a? Do we have a title? A sequel? The show that almost didn't happen. Part two. <laughs> exactly. Because. Oh, that 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 should be the title for this one. Yeah, and ladies and gentlemen, let me explain myself a little bit here because I understand this is WrestleMania pre-show and it's a big deal and that's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I um, I just received my COVID-19 booster yesterday. Oh, damn, you were telling me about this. And um, last night and early today, going into mid-afternoon, I was fucking dead. You were tired, weren't you? Yeah, like yeah, like you were like a zombie, right? Like all you could do was all you all you could do was uh, sleep. All you wanted to do was just sleep. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that was me when I got mine. Holy, it's like I felt I felt good, like but all I wanted to do was sleep. But I slept good. And my poor my poor mother had it worse than I did. Uh, oh, I mean, she the entire day, she was completely done. Oh wow! So, so long. Long story short, folks, if there's another booster that comes around, I ain't doing it. How many did you do so far? Well, let's see. We had, um, so I've done I've done three total. Wow! That's that's enough. It's it's enough already. And according to, um. To what I was looking at earlier, and I also checked this with my mom. Now, there's a fourth one recommended for oh. those for those that are sixty or fi- I'm sorry, fifty and above. I'm forty eight. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be so, them. <laughs> yeah. So technically, technically, we don't have to do shit. Um, you know, because I'm I'm thirty three. I'll be thirty four in a couple months. But, you know, it's just like, holy crap. But th- this one hit me harder than the second shot. I mean, I was just... Really, I'm, I'm dead tired even right now because, you know, I just... I didn't sleep worth a fuck last night. I think I fell asleep for two hours and that was it. Wait, is this the one you were telling me about? That you, you were in pain or something for like that? You slept like, I don't know how many hours you said... Yeah, two. No, 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 no. Uh, oh, wait. The second booster was when you said you you were in pain or whatever. Wait, you slept an entire day, right? Yeah, I mean the second shot. Yeah, but the the t- today was brutal. <laughs> wow. Okay. Ugh. Yeah, that's why. And we have a light show, anyways, because we we're only covering raw. Yeah, and and you know, and I I felt bad because I when I message you earlier tonight I'm like oh shit I forgot to watch Wrestlemania 4 let me hit that so can we hit the show at 9 yeah and you know I'll tell you what between the COVID-19 booster and Wrestlemania 4 I I would really like to go to sleep now 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 I understand you got a little upset with me before we hit the record button but 
I got to tell you, I was not impressed with WrestleMania 4. Well, now that, now that I think about it, because now that you told me, it's like, wait a minute, that was the entire pay-per-view. It was a tournament. And when they yeah. could have just uh, had semifinals and finals, they could have made room for more matches. Yeah, and, you know, that's what I would have done. But yeah, yeah, no, just... that makes sense now, because, like, this whole time I was like, I really enjoyed WrestleMania 4. I mean, at the time, I was, like, 14 years old, but... You know, like, it was just a fun time in the, in the WWF. He had Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, Ultimate Warrior. I mean, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that it was, that it was terrible on paper. I didn't, you know, I never want a wrestling show to be bad, but it's yeah. just, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of these matches, the way that they were put together, because of the fact that it's a it's a single elimination tournament, and the fact that the match times were so quick, mm-hmm. because they were trying to rest the guys that were going to be wrestling later that night. Yep. You know, it, it just it didn't come off right, and the two matches that really uh, didn't come off uh, the the right way. Um, were, uh, it was One Man Game versus, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. Oh, yeah. Which, which was terrible. That was one of, like, the worst endings I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one was Rick Rude versus Jake the Snake Roberts. So, uh, so when you say, uh, we get into this, uh, pay-per-view, now, pay-per-view. Now, before we do, though... Now you you told me you wanted to you wanted to review WrestleMania 14. I said okay, and then I said we should review WrestleMania 4 since we've never done that. Yeah. Did we plan this? Uh, did we plan everything this way? Because I've got a bit of trivia here. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> All right. What is the date today? The date today is uh, March 29th, 2022. March 29th, 2022, and March 29th, 1998, WrestleMania 14 took place from the Fleet Center in Boston, Massachusetts. Right. What day was Sunday? So, Sunday was uh, the 27th. March 27th, 1988, WrestleMania 4 took place from the Atlantic City, New Jersey. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's ten crazy. Years, ten years before WrestleMania 14, WrestleMania 4 took place from Atlantic City. Yeah, and, and it's... You can't it's, write this stuff. No, you know, it's very interesting because a lot of the, um, a lot of WrestleManias did take place in late March, and it's only, like, semi-recently that they started taking place in April. I'm, I'm saying you can't write stuff like this the way all this oh, was planned out not. for the show. It's like it, it's, I was thinking about that. I'm like, wait a minute, did Ben specifically choose WrestleMania 14, knowing that it took place on March 29? No. And uh, WrestleMania 4, I chose WrestleMania 4 specifically, and then I'm like, no, wait, it just happened that way. Exactly. All right, so. So let's get into our review of WrestleMania 14 from Atlantic or, City. You mean, WrestleMania Rest- 4. Yeah, 
Don't pull a Hulk Hogan, please. From, from, from WrestleMania 30. We are not in the Silver Dome. No, we're the Super Dome, dumbass. Okay. <laughs> here we go. So, here we go. WrestleMania 4 from Atlanta, New Jersey at the Boardwalk Hall. The attendance here was 19,199. And the tagline at the time was, What the world is watching? I remember this tagline. They, they kept playing it every week uh, on the intro to Wrestling Challenge. Well, it's much better. Um, it's much better than the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history. I swear if I have to hear that one more time, stupid. <laughs> We'll see how we'll see how stupendous it is when we get to the end of the show in our WrestleMania 38 predictions. Absolutely. So, uh, sit back, relax, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you got a cold beverage on hand. If you're anything like me, you need caffeine to get through this show because I'd rather be sleeping. Um, <laughs> now, um, not not because I don't love doing the show for you people. It was just inconvenient timing since I got my. Uh, my shot yesterday. Now, the show started with, um, of course, Robin Leach uh, came out uh, with uh, WWF World Heavyweight Championship, which would be presented to the winner of this 16-man tournament, which would make up a a large bulk of this pay-per-view. However, the opening match, we had uh, a battle royal that was won by Bad News Brown, last eliminating Bret Hart. Yeah, and, and you know, up until the final three, uh, which were um, Junkyard Dog, yep. uh, Bad News Brown, and Bret Hart, yep. this battle royal was completely uh, weird and just unnecessary, in my opinion. Um, Go on. Just one more thing. Because... Did, did you notice that instead of instead of having um, you know the ring entrances, they had everybody in the ring, and then the ring announcer introduced them. Yeah, that, was, it, that was weird. It's very rare that we see that, and um, a lot of the participants just seemed extremely random. Like at, at first. I thought it was like going to be a tag team battle royal because you know you had a bunch of tag teams in there, mm-hmm. you know, such as um, um, the Heart, uh, the Heart Foundation. You had um, oh god, um, but let me uh, yeah, the Heart Foundation. You had um, uh, you, I, you had the Killer Bees the. And you had uh, the Rougeaux. Yeah, and, you know, but it's just like, who would expect somebody like that to be in that kind of battle royal? So, I don't know. So, the winner of this uh, would receive a a trophy. And um, did you notice that they were pushing the idea that could Bad News Brown be the newest member of the Heart Foundation? Yes, I did. That would would have been terrible because uh, like he went, his style would not have fit in with that stable no no absolutely not and you know I I have nothing against Bad News Brown whatsoever but 
you know, you put you put again you put him with the the Hart Foundation. I kinda uh, like Benny's Brown. Well I, I and I do too. I haven't really seen too much of him. No Ben uh, I, I maybe it's just me. I gotta ask you a question. Now I know you don't watch yeah. NXT, but you know who Malcolm Bivens is, right? Yes, sir. Is it just me or does he kind of look a little like Benny's Brown, like a shorter, a shorter version. Yeah, he definitely does. I can see that. Yeah, I was like, I was looking like, I could see him, but like, he looks like Benny's Brown. Yeah, that. Yeah, well, you got a point there. So the the easiest match, nine minutes and forty four seconds. Uh, whatever. It it was just a random battle royal. I'm not even sure why or. There was no storyline here to why this battle royal took place, other than the winner gets a trophy, which Bret Hart won. won but um. But, but then. Uh, no, sorry. No, sorry. Uh, Benny's won, but then uh, Bret Hart uh, destroyed the trophy. Destroyed it after Benny was turned on him. Which was which was very odd because as you know, as you just said, um, for some reason they were. Um, they were putting over the potential partnership between, uh, you know, Bad News Brown and Bad Heart because they were working together for a solid portion of this battle royal. And, you know, I admit, sometimes when, sometimes the fact that I'm a younger fan watching these things, uh, younger in the respect that this took place the year I was born, um, you know, so so the fact that I'm trying to watch these things, and I have my and my modus operandi, so to speak, is, in how I view wrestling, is ve- is very much um, opposite of what wrestle wrestling was back in the '80s. Um, so it, it 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 took me a minute to like understand what was going on with. WrestleMania four because you know you you said you know we should do this show and you know you think I'll be into it and stuff like that and then I said I was like I'm really not into this and then I explained my point and you're like oh that makes sense yeah no after you explained that like uh, you're you're like your POV on uh, like WrestleMania four from your point of view I was like wait a minute yo what that. That's true. The whole show was a free tournament when they could have had like uh, other matches on this card. You know, and, and and by the way, here's another way that they could have done it. Um, you know, uh, if if you didn't want to do you know single elimination, which makes it really tough. You know, you could have you could have had like you know a. A double elimination tournament, like you know, and put and put them in, in brackets and stuff like that. Because because one of the um, I know that might not make a lot of sense, but they were making a big deal out of the brackets because they had Vanna White there. You know, and and by the way, Bob Uecker was obsessing with finding Vanna White. I don't I, I don't blame him for that because. I'll tell you what, Vanna White was looking pretty good back on March, you know, March (laughs) 1988. (laughs) So, I don't know. 
Alright, so our opening round. The first match is Ted DiBiase defeating Hacksaw Jim Duggan in 5 minutes and 2 seconds. Of course, DiBiase and Duggan, former tag team, the Rat Pack in Mid-South. Absolutely, and, um, <clears throat> you know, the other the other problem with some of these is, like, you, you, you put... You put some of these matches together, and it just becomes very obvious to to me who's going to win. You know. Yep. So, and this was one of those situations. And following that, we had Don Morocco, uh, a fan favorite at this time, accompanied uh, by superstar Billy Graham, defeating Canadian strongman Dino Bravo. Yes, and uh, you know we've we've talked about Dino Bravo before. Yep. But. This particular match was was very rough, very rough indeed. Actually, um, I'm gonna ask you something off air, like uh, when we go to break uh, before while I'm setting up for wrestling that. Yeah. Uh, sorry, go on. Or were you done? Um, no, I, I was I was pretty much done. Oh. Yeah. Alright, um, then we had Greg Valentine defeating Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I believe uh, Ricky Steamboat brought his son into the ring after the match. So, or uh, before yeah. the match. Yeah, he, he, um, he made his entrance with his son. Yeah. And, um, and actually, uh, Ricky Steamboat Jr., so, so to speak, I don't know if they call him that, but he actually was in... NXT for a time. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was that was a little bit different. You didn't really see that um, too much in terms of bringing their kids, but in terms of in terms of the match, this was this was by far the match of the night. I thought, which um, which isn't really surprising because it's Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, but. Uh, to be honest with you, outside of his match with um, with Rowdy Roddy Piper, the the dog collar match, I haven't been uh, too much of a Greg Valentine fan. Mm-hmm. Now, now, granted, I haven't seen very much, so to be fair, maybe I don't have enough, uh, you know, tape on him to to make a fair assessment. Okay. Uh, um, but based on what I have seen. Uh, from uh, from this match, he, he showed me something that I didn't realize he had. Okay. So, good on him, because it was definitely the match of the night up to that point, for sure. And then we had the first appearance of the night by Randy Savage defeating the natural Butch Reed. You know, and... It, 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 and this was just a match. That, that, that's the best that I can yep. say for it. Following that, uh, we had the match that you thought was uh, one of the worst. The Women Gang defeating Bam Bam Big Low by a countout. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. The, the indu- let, me, let me tell you something. I, I rewound this because I was confused. I'm like, what the hell happened? No. You know what? Oh, can you explain? Because you no, know, I'm. I still. I still don't remember what ha- what exactly happened there. So yeah, let me. Um, actually, let let's hit pause because I'm having trouble with with 
the review I'm looking at. I want to pull up another one. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back after brief technical technological difficulties because I couldn't uh, apparently read uh, what was going on with the review I was looking at, but all, all systems go now, so let me explain exactly what went wrong with this match between uh, the one-man gang and Bam Bam B- Bigelow. First of all, and, and, and this is just a, a small thing, but You'll have to forgive me because I'm going to ask Elliot because maybe he would know better than I would. Okay. Uh, but but am, am, am I wrong in thinking that Slick and Oliver Humperdinck are very odd ma- managerial choices for the one-man gang and Bam Bam Bigelow? It's, it's like, um... For the one man gang, he might might be an odd choice. I mean, um, he look because Slick looks like he could be like a hustler, like uh, in the streets of Chicago. But like I'd say, he's more of an odd choice if you you were to put him with a big boss man or Akeem. Yeah. Okay. But uh, but I, I can see where you're going. Like it, um, all, and Oliver Humperdinck was just a really odd man managerial choice uh, all around. I don't remember too much about him until he showed up in the WWF. Okay, so th- that was that was my first eyebrow raiser uh, of of this situation. So this match went two minutes and fifty nine seconds. It included two uh, two. Um, Cartwheels, courtesy of Bam Bam Bigelow. I'll tell you what, that for a big motherfucker, that 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 man can fucking move. He can move around, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You know, now, granted, I've never been able to do a cartwheel. I mean, you know, that that was sorted, you know, as, as soon as I came out of the womb because I had a disability right off the bat. But, oh God, I can't do one either. I tried. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, 400 plus founders doing that. Um, that's impressive. Um, and then there was, um, there was this, uh, one situation where the first big splash that Bam Bam Bigelow hit, he hit two of them in this match. Um, you know, it didn't, it didn't look good because he was, he was, to his credit, he was concerned with protecting um, the one-man gang. So you you could obviously see that he didn't hit it, you know, full on, and he was using his his arms to protect him and stop this full weight from coming down on the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but this was just very odd because the match was ended when Bam Bam Bigelow got um, counted out at the 2 minute 59 second mark and I was I was confused as hell because because prior to the count out uh, the two of them were fighting on the apron and, and the, the referee was counting while they were on the apron 
And and I'm like, what? Yeah, why 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 was her free counting while they were on well, the apron? That, that shouldn't be a count out. <laughs> I, I my understanding is that a count out is when the wrestler is like outside the ring, not on the apron, but outside the ring. Right, and the only reason why why Bigelow didn't re-enter the ring was because Gang was blocking him. And it, it was still a count-out. I mean, it was just very odd. That's ridiculous. Now, now here we go. So I, I mentioned that this was the worst match of the night because it was just a clusterfuck. Yep. Um, but the most disappointing match... Uh, was Ravishing Rick Rude uh, versus Jake the Snake Roberts. They gave this one an even 15 minutes. Well, I'll tell you, it felt longer than that with all the rest holds. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, you know, I I wouldn't have thought it was possible to get a bad match between these two. Yes, you see, did you notice uh, Rick Rude's uh, finger? On his left hand, was there tape around it? Um, I didn't notice that, to be honest with you. If there was tape around it, that's because he had he had his wedding ring on. Yeah, I, well, I do know he was known for not taking his wedding ring off. Yeah, like, I, I didn't know that until years later. Like, he never took his wedding ring off. So that's why he always kept this finger taped. Well, good on him. Seriously. That's, that, I mean... It's kind of interesting, but it's very admirable. And there was uh, there was no winner this one. Time limit draw. And why would you have a time limit draw in a tournament for that's so weird? The, the for the world title. I don't. Now hold on. See now, now this is make me think because if there's a time limit draw, no one wins. So when they still be. Uh, would they be eliminated, or would they? I, I since, guess since no one won. I guess they would be eliminated since it's only a one-day tournament. But okay. it was just, um, it was just very odd. This whole, so this whole evening was very odd to me. You know, I, 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 I was trying to, to give it a chance because I. I have to remind myself that this is not the wrestling that I'm used to. Um, but that that being said, you know, you still had absolutely massive stars on this um, card. You know, you had Ted DiBiase, you had Randy Savage, you had Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. You, you even had a, a follow-up match from from the most historic WrestleMania match in history. You had the second face-off between Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Which, which that match was terrible. I don't even, I mean, I... Are you I, talking about the WrestleMania 3 match? No, the, no, no, that's a classic. Don't put that kind of blast with me in my mouth. No, I'm talking about WrestleMania four. Oh, yeah, that match was terrible. I, I mean, um, you know, but but it's just like, why are they even allowing Andre to wrestle at that point? Because it, it's 
it's painful to watch him move. You, you know, it, he, at one point he got knocked down, I forget how, and just watching him crawl to the rope to try to pull himself back up, I felt physically sick to my stomach for the guy. And just, now, out of, so just out of pure sympathy. Yeah. I mean, it was it was just bad. And then we break up uh, the, the tournament with a singles match, the first singles match on this uh, card, the Ultimate Warrior defeating Hercules, followed by the opening match of the quarterfinals, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. Well, you know, I, I, I don't know what they were doing with, with Ultimate Warrior and Hercules. Oh yeah, this is weird though. It says Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant ended in a double disqualification. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, a lot of these booking decisions were just very, um, very strange. And, like, I, I had to stop the, the Peacock app and be trying to collect myself before I moved on to the next thing because I'm like, what is this? So, so I, I applaud their attempt to do something different and bring prestige to a WrestleMania because I think had it been executed properly, a tournament for the World Heavyweight title um, would have been great for for WrestleMania. But I think they were trying to cram too much into too little time because I had messaged you earlier and I, I said, you know, 16 matches in three and a half hours yeah, because I told you this uh, show was four hours only. I only know that because it started at um, 4 p.m. and ended at 8 p.m. And uh, the VHS is two tapes. Well, well, you know, you would know better than I do. But I, but um, on the uh, Peacock app, it was it was three hours and and thirty five minutes. Okay, must have edited stuff. I guess I'm not. I'm not sure. Well, I well, I certainly I certainly hope that they would have because some of the stuff that they didn't edit out, like Robin Leach reading the proclamation, and um, and. Um, Jesse the body went for a flexing for two minutes for, for, for no reason whatsoever. It was kind of what? difficult to figure out. <laughs> wow. You know, so, so I'm, not, I'm not trying to come off harsh. Yeah. I, I, I just I don't think that the, the concept was executed very well. Uh, and uh, after that we had Teddy Biasi defeating Don Morocco in 5 minutes 44 seconds, followed by Randy Savage defeating Greg Valentine. And this went uh, 6 minutes. You know, but, but once again, I would have to ask, you know, who thinks that this is worthy of a world title tournament? I, I don't I don't know. No. And then we then we uh we really break the pay per view the tournament up because we have for the Intercontinental Championship Brutus Beefcake defeating the Honky Tonk Man by disqualification the Honky Tonk Man accompanied by Jimmy Hart and Peggy Sue. 
the most entertaining part of, part of this match was was um, Br- Brutus trying to cut Jimmy Hart's hair on the outside. Not trying to, he did. <laughs> well, well, I know, but I'm just, you know. But in, in all, it was hilarious because uh, after WrestleMania 4, on the weekly television, Jimmy, for a while, Jimmy Hart was wearing a beret. Because her yeah. look is so ridiculous. <laughs> <She> <laughs> and you see, see Peggy Sue? Yeah. And you, and of course, everyone knows who Peggy Sue was. Well, I don't, so maybe you can clue me in. Peggy Sue was Sensational Sherry. I would never have recognized her for that. She was Sensational Sherry. That was she, looked, her. she looked completely different. <laughs> that was a wig and that was a whole like a whole disguise that she had going wow that's crazy and then we had a six man tag team match with the Islanders Haku and Tama defeating Haku and Tama and Bobby Heenan defeating the British Bulldogs and Coco Beware <laughs> immediately when Heenan came out I was I was dying laughing. Now, do you, do you know? Okay, you saw what he was wearing, right? The dog trainer outfit. Yeah, now, he was trying you, to avoid getting attacked by Matilda, and he still failed. Yeah, but the, do you? Okay, the, I, do you know the story behind this one, right? No. So okay, um, Bobby Heenan obviously had a problem with the British Bulldog's uh, pet dog, Matilda, right? Yeah. He felt like she should not be allowed at ringside, right? So, in the weeks leading up to WrestleMania, the Islanders kidnapped uh, Matilda. All right, and they had her... Keep your grubby hands off that dog, you fucking... <laughs> and they, they, they had Matilda, okay? And everyone was looking for her, and the Bridgeville Bulldogs couldn't find her. They even set up a hotline for fans to call in with information that they might have. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, like, you know, like you can do, you can send all your car, get well cards and your well wishes to, and they had, then they had this address on the bottom of the screen where fans could like write in. Oh God. But like that was the whole uh, story behind this uh, feud was that the Islanders kidnapped Matilda. Well, well, had I known that that was the backstory, maybe I would have been much more emotionally invested. <laughs> so then we we are now at the semifinals with Randy Savage defeating the One Man Gang by disqualification. I, just, I really, I really just don't get this. I mean, you know, you have so many. Um, I, I, I know it seems like I'm repeating myself, but I'm, I'm very flummoxed by how this did not come off as no, a better presentation. No, but you know what? I'm looking at this now. There were a lot of countouts and qualifications on this card. How did this tournament even uh, happen uh, with all the the way it was set up? Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. The, the 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 endings were completely counterproductive to a tournament setup. So following that, we had a tag team match for the WWF Tag Team Championships: Demolition defeating Strike Force. And 
This was this was actually one of the longer matches of the night, eight minutes and two seconds. Really? Oh, okay, because I got twelve thirty-three here. Um. Well, that must have been including entrances and all that. Crap. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. No, right, I don't need yep. to say crap, but I, I have eight oh two, and that was uh, that was an, another good match. I would say that if I would say. Highlights of the night are definitely, um, are definitely, um, Ricky Steamboat, um, versus Valentine, and the, uh, Strike Force, um, versus Demolition. And, and of course, the finals was Teddy BRC, uh, Randy Savage defeating Teddy BRC to become the new champion. Hold on, you know what? I'm, now, I'm, I should have done this, uh, before we started, but I'm gonna open up, uh, Wrestling Data, because I wanna see the ratings for each of these matches, because I'm curious with, uh. I can't, I can't imagine that this is highly rated, because according to the, um, the other review that I was looking at before I had to shut, shut it off, um, this one got a 32 out of 70. Okay, um... Let me just, uh... Match ratings. Alright, so... Here we go. Um, we're gonna start with that Battle Royal. Now, Ben, you, what are you giving the Battle Royal? A... A half star. I failed. I, f- I failed to see how forty-five percent gave this a three-star. What the fuck? I know, right? Were Were they smoking something? <laughs> and the, were, okay. they, were they hiding in a bunker trying to avoid the wrath of Matilda? I mean, now, thank first, God. The first match, Jim Duggan versus the DiBiase, got a two-star. Uh, no. What do you got? What do you, would you give it? Um, uh, one and a half. Uh, next we had, uh, of course, Dino Bravo, Don Morocco. 60% gave it a two star. Okay. Uh, you know, th- that's not terribly offensive. Greg Valentine versus Ricky Steamboat. Ben, what do you got? Um, well, I I would I would have given it a three star. A fifty five percent gave it a four. Well, I'm not gonna argue with him because it was by far the best of, of the night. Now, Randy Savage's first match versus Butch Reed got a three star. Really, um, I would have given it a two star. Uh, Bam Bam Big One Woman Gang got a two star. What? <laughs> I'm 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 sorry. Uh, hold on. I got, let me pull your face up so I can see if you're serious or not. When you, I, when you, I I'm very serious. Telling man. me this shit. I'm very um, serious. Could, just for shits and giggles, folks, because I know you can't see what what we're you know looking like facial expression wise, but I'm flabbergasted here. So I'm actually. Do you have the iPad on which you're looking at these ratings? Yes, I do, right here, sir, and I can show you right there. Boom. Actually, let me, oh, let, oh let, 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 let me, go on. One minute, uh, 
Well, may gang and uh, Bam Bam. Okay. Two star right there. Oh my holy shit. <laughs> it actually does <laughs> say two star. What the? Are these people thinking? I, I, but I, I love this website just for this. Like, it gives us like actual ratings. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Jake Robertson, Rick Root, what do you got? Uh, I'll give it a two. Forty-five percent gave it a four. What the fuck? <laughs> what the oh my god! <laughs> okay. Uh, Hercules and Warrior, uh, what do you got? One. This one is split between a zero and a two. Thirty percent went to both. Each both gave it a two, either a two or a zero. Good. <laughs> Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan. Ben. One. It was terrible. Terrible, uh, terrible, terrible. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna go with thirty percent. Give it a one because thirty percent also give it a zero. Then we have Don Morocco versus Ted DiBiase. Uh, two and a half. This one got a three. Well, I mean, it's not too far off. All right, Greg Valentine, Randy Savage. Um, give it a two and a half. This one's gonna surprise you. Seventy percent gave it a three. Well, well, you know, once again, not too far off. Okay, now we have the Intercontinental Championship: Bruce Beefcake versus Honky Tonk Man. What do you got? Oh, God. Can we just shut the fuck up with this now? <laughs> Holy shit. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Um, I'm going to give it a two. Uh, 47% would agree with you. They give it a two. I just, you know, one, I was never, I was never really a fan of, of British Beefcake. I never really got the barber gimmick. No, you know um, what? I, I still have heat with him. Why is that? Because he stiffed us on a show back in 2015. He was supposed to call in as our guest, and he no-showed. Oh, yeah, that would have pissed me off. And, like, I, I was, I was like, literally running the phones that night, and I was waiting for him to call in so I could put him through to Oscar and Mo, and he never showed up. So we had to completely uh, rearrange the, the entire show. Yeah, well, that sucks. That's terrible. All right, then we had the, the six-man tag match. Islanders and Bobby Heenan versus the Bulldogs and Coco Beware. What do you have? One. 68% gave it a two. You know, maybe, maybe I'm just being an asshole because I just... I, I'm not trying to be, but, like, uh, you know... I feel like this could have been, like, a really cool concept, and it just ended up being a big, stinking pile of crap. No, I hear you. Like, you, just hearing your review of this is is uh, making me, like, look at this pay-per-view in a different light. All right, Wait, but- uh, at the same time, you know, I hope, I hope I'm being logical with my reasoning for that. I just, I, I don't want to call it a steaming pile of shit, you know. 
I'm not going to say that, but I'm just, I'm saying given the star power that was on this card and the setup in the, in the fact that it was a tournament for the, mm-hmm. for the world title, this should have been great, and it wasn't. You know, because, like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump ahead just a little bit, you know, not, not to spoil it if you haven't seen it, but, you know, but Randy Savage ends up winning this tournament, and, like, that should have been, like, the biggest deal. Because Randy Savage was the guy. Yep. You know, back then. Like, because like, at WrestleMania three, he had an absolute classic. One of my favorite matches of all time. Oh, yeah. Like, and, and then, you know, he gets, he gets crowned the... The, w, the WWF champion at WrestleMania 4. I mean, so arguably the best two-year period at WrestleMania ever. Based, nope. off, Sorry. based wow. off of that fact. And, and it was just, what did the tournament mean? I mean, I know what it was for, but do you think anybody would remember this if we weren't going over it right now? I mean, and, and see, that's where I have a problem. And uh, one man gang and Randy Savage, what do you have here? Oh my god, I can't just... <sighs> um, what's... What, what, one? 42% gave it a two. Okay. Uh, uh, Demolition versus Strike Force. Well, and I'll give this one a three. This one was good, I thought. 63% gave it a 3 as well. And we had the final match. Randy Savage to DiBiase. Just because of who's in it and, you know, and the role and what this should have meant for Randy Savage, mm-hmm. I'll give it, a, you know, I'll give it a 2.5 just out of respect. Okay, 48% gave it a 3. So, Ben, overall, this pay-per-view, what do you got? Um, out of, out of five, mm-hmm. I, I give, I give it a, uh, I give it a, um, two. 41% gave it a four. Out of five? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> right here, a four, right there. Oh my God! <laughs> what what kind of green are these people smoking? I mean, they they must be some WWF kiss asses or whatever the fuck. I don't. Now, now, okay, before we move on, I'm gonna give you my rankings for WrestleMania one to four because I'm doing this night the 1980s, then the 90s, and then the 2000s. Right. So. Based off of uh, your review and uh, me well, seeing this, uh, this. Well, don't here. Let me, before we go, before we go there, because I think I, I see where you're going. Don't let me influence. If you, I mean, if you enjoyed WrestleMania Four, more power to you. I'm very glad you did. But uh, you know, so don't let my opinion sway you if you enjoyed it. No. No, I'm just gonna have to like uh, switch it around. I'd say WrestleMania three, WrestleMania five, 
WrestleMania 4, WrestleMania 1, and WrestleMania 2. So the worst of the of them all was WrestleMania 2. I, I would agree. Followed by WrestleMania 1. In third, we have WrestleMania 4. Second, WrestleMania 5. And first, WrestleMania 3. Well, you see, because for me, in, term, in terms of early WrestleMania, so when I say early WrestleMania, I mean 1 through 10. Oh. Right? So, so if I was to rank my top three... Okay. Because I'm I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rank all of them and I'm not gonna give a four and a five just for the sake of giving a four and a five. So I'll give you my top three. Um, WrestleMania ten because of those two classic matches that we discussed last week. Um, I I would give it uh, WrestleMania three because that, that honestly that that was really cool just in terms of like the ambiance and the history. I mean, you could feel it. Yep. You could you could feel that something special was happening. And then and then I would have to go. Um, probably WrestleMania. Nine. I know. I know that. I know that that uh, gets a lot of negative heat. But because of because of what it um, because of what it represented, you know, with uh, you know Bret Hart and Yokozuna, and it was outdoors. That was kind of cool. I, I like. Yeah, and then, like the presentation of it. So yeah. I would get. I would give a three spot to number nine. All right, very good. Um, well, I just uh, went to WrestleMania one to five because, like, like I said, I'm doing like eighty five to eighty nine, and then then I'm gonna do the nineties and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, okay, uh, we see we into Monday Night Raw. Oh, do we have to? Uh, uh, Jesus, <laughs> Christ, Jesus Christ, Elio, I'm ha- I'm already having a challenging day. <laughs> It's a new one. I'll take raw. Now, okay, but but in all seriousness, did if do does this feel like WrestleMania week to you? I mean, I mean, does it? Because to me, it's like, what the fuck is going on here? I mean, it's I'm I'm looking forward to Saturday and Sunday because it's WrestleMania. So it's uh, WrestleMania is always, uh, especially now that we have fans back. I I I, I mean, it's definitely gonna be better than thirty six. I'll tell you that. Oh, thirty six was painful to get through with zero fans. How do you have a WrestleMania with zero fans in attendance? You, you don't. That's the thing. Right. You, you don't. <clears throat> Okay, uh, for me, I, my high points, uh, the opening segment with Brock Lesnar. Ben, do you have your tuxedo packed because apparently we're going to crash a wedding? Oh, I thought that. Yeah, I mean, I get a kick out of out of. I just, love that Brock, I, I just love that Brock's having fun with this. Yeah. Like, and because if, he, if he's having it's like this. If the wrestler's having fun, then the... Fans are gonna have fun as well at the same time, because they can tell that when someone's actually having fun with the role that they're playing. 
Absolutely. So uh, I also gave um, to the Roman Reigns segment. Uh, it, it was okay. The Stone Cold video package station was pretty cool. Yeah, I was I was surprised that they went with such an old song and uh, "Ball with the Ball" by Kid Rock. Right, I, I, I was actually rocking out to that. Yeah, I uh, I have a special fondness for that. I um I actually got that CD when, in uh, yep, sixth I have that grade. CD. Yep, I have that CD as well. Like 2001, ladies and gentlemen, I still have that. Not that that means anything, because it's like impossible to listen to CDs nowadays. Yes. Um, but um, but yeah, that is such a classic. And I, uh, the last uh, high point um, I gave to was the like, Kevin Owens segment. Because I think he's just, uh, I find him entertaining with the, the work that he's doing. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, okay, I have to say, because I did see this, but the Edge promo, what you think? Um, I actually really liked it. So that would be the only high point that I would add. Um, okay. To yours, I mean, I would I would take out Kevin Owens as a high point and oh, take Edge in there. But in terms of your other high points, I agree. And my my low points, uh, Miz versus Rey Mysterio, especially when freaking uh, um, Dominic and Ray had uh, Miz on the ropes and Logan Paul's just standing with the stupid look on his face. Lucha Logan, you mean? Lucha Logan? What Get the what, fuck out of what, here, what, man. What, what, what do we call this brother, Juggalo Jake? <laughs> we call him something, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the? I, you know he, what? I mean, he's in a, he is in a WrestleMania match, and he doesn't do a damn thing. He's sitting... The fact, uh, that, the, the fact that Def Rebel actually recorded a theme song for him is ridiculous. But, but here's... Here's the bigger problem, right? So, people like, like, um, lo- like, uh, oh god, I'm even, I'm even blanking. Logan Paul, and I was blanking on the last name for a minute, but um, pe- people like Logan Paul, Johnny Knoxville, and, and you know, and and almost, they have matches. At um, at WrestleMania, right? Now, to this to this, to this point in time, Ricochet, the Intercontinental Champion, uh, Damian Priest, the United States Champion, they don't have they don't have matches. Can you explain how they're on SmackDown and on WrestleMania? I, I, I don't know what this company is doing. That that is ridiculous. It that is so sad. They are not on WrestleMania on the WrestleMania card itself. And yet Logan Paul, Omos, and Johnny Knoxville are. Right? I mean, what the fuck? Uh, so yeah, so I think that's my low point, but and I gotta say, I've never like I know Dominic has that hair <laughs> the Molly. But I, it's just me it's more noticeable now. I mean, it's like every week the camera's like uh, zooming in on it. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> like, what is going on? 
Like, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, I noticed it before, but now it's like the camera, like, really focuses in on it now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I gave it to Omar some Viking Raiders because why are you doing this as a Viking Raiders? This is a team that you just had them going after the tag team championship, which they didn't win, and they're back to this now. Losing to Omos. Well, it would be, okay, speaking of tag teams, yes, it's a disgrace that the Viking Raiders mm-hmm. lost to Omos. I 100% am with you. But here, here's the other thing. So, as of right now, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, the, um, the, the Raw tag team titles are um, at, at WrestleMania is RK Bro versus Alpha Academy, correct? Versus the Street Profits, I believe, right? Yes, uh, Triple Threat, right? Okay, okay, yeah, Triple Threat. And then, and then the SmackDown match is the Usos um, versus, um, oh god, who the fuck? Um... Who the, who the oh fuck? Oh my god. Well, let me, let me check, because that's gonna. I'll look it up. Yeah. <laughs> but see, this, this is the problem. We don't, even, we don't even know when it's WrestleMania season. What does that tell you? WrestleMania 3. Yeah, the, the Usos versus Rick Boogs and Shinsuke. Oh my. And that, you see, how are you supposed to remember that when, when look who you have the Usos facing? Okay, first first of all, the the tag team belts should should have been on the line with the Usos uh, versus RK Bro. That should have been a WrestleMania match mm-hmm. to, for to unify the tag titles, you know. But that I mean that's what I would have done. But the but the rest of this is just and and then I guess I got to give my my low points now. Before I go off on too much of a rant. Well, hold on. My my, my only other little point was the eight-woman tag match. Yeah, I I don't don't get it. Before you give your little points, um, would you think of the segment with Bianca Belair and cutting Becky Lynch's hair? I I didn't didn't mind it. It was much much better than the... um, and then the previous week's promo by Becky where she was uh, releasing her inner golem. <laughs> I just, you know, uh, that was terrible. So at least, at least it felt personal. It felt like they had a legit problem, which is more than I can say for Ronda Rousey and Charlotte oh. Flair. Okay, so, so, you know, okay. oh my God. Go on, Wait, uh, you, have, you gave your high points, right? Your low points now, right? Yeah, so okay. uh, low point is Miz versus Rey Mysterio. Uh, then we have Omos versus Viking Raiders, of course. Uh, I'm gonna agree with you on the eight ma- the eight woman tag match. I'm go- I'm going to also add Austin Theory versus Ricochet. Because it was one minute forty four of the of the, of the oh, intercontinental wow. champion getting squashed. What one the minute. hell was? Ooh. Okay. What the hell was that? And and then Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin and Matt Cat Moss. 
Are we sensing a theme? Lots of low points, ladies and gentlemen. You know, but all, but all of those moments are low points for me. You know what, Ben? I'm going to quickly add up my scores here, and I'm going to give you the overall for this um, for this episode of, of our Raw. Absolutely. So, okay, so I added it up. It came out to 18.5. Let's uh, multiply it. Let's divide that by 7. Wow. This episode of Raw, according to my calculator, got a C+. Plus. Well, I I think that's being generous because I would have I would have rated it a four out of ten. Which letter wise? Um, I would have given it a I would have given it an F. Wow. For for a WrestleMania, um, go home edition of Raw, absolutely. They better do something. Great next Monday night. Well, we know that, well, not that this will be great, but we know that Vera Mahon is finally coming. I don't care. Well, I don't get to. They've been showing these vignettes for months. I don't care anymore if he he shows up or not. I really don't. Well, absolutely. And, okay, wasn't he... In that tag team with Shanky in this year? No, sorry. Wasn't uh, Sanga... Was it Sanga and Veer Mahan? That was uh, that yes. team? Yes. Then where did they get uh, this other guy, Shanky? Who is who is he? I, I don't know. But either, either way, I expect Shanky and... I expect Shanky... And a whole bunch of other people to be on the post WrestleMania budget cut list. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, speaking of Shanky, because uh, he's uh, associated with Jinder Mahal now, Ben. Yeah. I have. I've been. The, I was listening to this new podcast that just started called Grapple Chat, and I'm gonna play something for you, uh, like off air. All right. A message that I yeah. got from from the host. Okay, so. Apparently, I don't know if you saw this, uh, but uh, Hulk Hogan uh, put out a statement saying that Jinder Mahal could be this generation's next Hulk Hogan. Oh my god. <laughs> what the? I, I, I don't know if I should refuse to listen to this guy just based off of that. No, he didn't say Hulk Hogan put that statement out. He just uh, talked oh, about Hulk- it. Oh, I'm sorry. Hulk Hogan said that. Well, excuse me, Hulk, but uh, apparently you've taken one too many shots to the head because holy shit. This guy was just covering that item because it was the first uh, episode. So he just found that on, uh, I forget what site it was on, but I was like, no. But, uh, okay, so we'll see if we get into the time warp. Absolutely. All right, time warp now. We are. We'll be right back actually in a few minutes. Yeah. All right, Ben. After five weeks, we are done with the challenge for the championship. Yay! 
<laughs> the the DeLorean's been parked in, in uh, October 8, 1990 for a few episodes. Yes, Marty McFly needs to get it refueled. Yeah, so now we are going to just uh, go move backwards to July 20th, 1990 for another USWA live event. And on this card, we had Bill Dundee defeating Hollywood John Tatum. Then we had Skip Young defeating the Dog of War. Then we had Angel of Death. The versus Dog of War. The huh? Dog of War. <laughs> <laughs> then we had Angel of Death versus Kevin Von Erich ended in a double disqualification. Then in tag team action, we had Gary Young and Sweet Daddy Falcone defeating Brickhouse Brown and Billy Travis. Sweet Daddy Falcone. In a mixed tag team, Chris and Tony Adams versus Steve Austin and Jeannie Clark ended in a double disqualification. That's funny. And in the main event, Jeff Jarrett defeated Iceman King Parsons. I've never even heard of Iceman King Parsons. So that is your time warp for this week, July 20th, 1990. And we have a few more live events, and then uh, we're going to get back to our audio clips of an actual TV taping from 1983. So I've had that on my phone. I really enjoy having audio clips. I think it just adds something to to the show. Because I have those on, those dates on my phone. I really want to get them recorded. So now before we uh, get into wrestling roulette, Ben, I told you I've been doing this tournament that I found on the AEW Instagram page. The, oh, my God. The AEW Best Theme Song Tournament. If you, if you see my eyes roll across my keyboard, it's not personal, Elliot. <laughs> so... I made up my own spreadsheet. I don't know if you can see that. Uh, hold on. Let me pull you back up. Hold on one sec. Okay, cool. Gotcha. Yeah, so those are all the matches. All right. That was just a left bracket. So I have all the matches up on TikTok. Um, we are not going to do this on Tuesday night. I'm going to leave it up for another week, and we are going to start this on Saturday. We already have votes in for these first-round matches for the left brackets. Well, yeah, give it another week so we can get a really accurate. So, so, so pe- people have uh, like actually voted. Like these have these videos have gotten like five hundred, six hundred views. So next Saturday night, Ben, you're not only the co-host of this show. You mean next Tuesday? No, next Saturday is when I'm starting this uh, tournament because I'm not going to... Because I don't want to... We already have WrestleMania 38 next Tuesday. Okay. Oh, okay. You were were talking about the following Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So, you're not only the co-host, but on that Saturday, you're going to be one of the fans because I'm going to ask you to put in your vote on the air for each each match in this... uh, in this uh, left bracket. Okay, I can do yeah. that. And uh, what I'm going to do is, for you, I'm going to play the YouTube uh, allowed time of 16 seconds of each uh, theme song in these matchups. 
Okay, cool. Alright, and uh, speaking of theme songs, that brings us to Wrestling Without. Oh yes, I'm my personal favorite. So let me just, uh, we'll be right back. I'm just going to pull up the playlist. Alright, Ben, Wrestling Roulette. The way this works, I play 10 seconds of uh, wrestling theme. My co-host has to guess which wrestler that theme belongs to. Ben, are you ready? Yes, sir. Your first shot. Blackman? No. Who was it? The Radicals. Oh, I'm sorry, Eddie. My bad. All right, here we go. The Vaude Villains? The Vaude Villains. One and one. Track three. Here we go. I think you guess. Big show. <laughs> the big show. Alright. <laughs> Track four coming up. Is that Johnny Ace's his skater boy gimmick or whatever the fuck it was? No. Okay. That was the Headbangers. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you for acknowledging my greatness, Elio. You're entirely too kind to your co-host, uh, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Three and two. All right, track six. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Undertaker. Undertaker. No, it's not. It's lying in the set. No, I'm joking. Evolution, you're right. Yeah. Here we go. Um. Uh. I really don't know. That is Tanara Conti, and she is also in the left, uh, one of the matchups in the left bracket, and she's facing Sting. Okay, well, we know who's going to win that one. Okay, five and three. Actually, I was surprised uh, that uh, she got as many votes, because actually, off, off air, I'm going to tell you all the 
the results so far. Okay. Cool. So five, eight, five and three. I don't know. Jeff Jarrett. Oh, fuck right off. <laughs> Alright. Oh, Here we go, track 10. Yeah, I, I, there's no way I would have guessed that. Alright, you are five and five. You know, every time this one comes up, I think I'm gonna get it, and then I just I don't know who it is. That is Emma. Ah, uh, well, okay. Or should I say Emma Lino? All right, that is six and five. Yeah, that, yeah, that gimmick didn't work. Five and six, yeah, lasted what, one, one week? Yeah. All right, five and six, here we go. trajectory here, I don't know. That is Rikishi. Oh. Five and seven. Alright, here we go. Track 13. You ready? Yep. He's a man. <laughs> that is the worst theme song <laughs> I've ever heard. Uh, Steven Regal. Well, I have William Regal here. Well, yeah, but he was he was known as Stephen Regal when he had that. That's thing. actually a typo. Then this. Okay. Well, yeah, but I'm. I I know that for a fact. He was Steve. No, Regal I know, he... I know, I know. I believe you. I'm saying this is a typo. Then when they have William Regal here. You know what? <laughs> All right. Uh, what, what was six and seven? Right. Six and eight. Six and eight. Try fifteen. No, it was. I'm sorry. It was six and six and seven. Are you ready? I, th- I think. Yeah. Yeah, because it was five and seven, which is and then I said track thirteen, so six and seven. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yep. Sure. That is Curtis Axel. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> now it's six and eight. He's still in the Royal Rumble. I don't know. That is Liv Morgan. I never get that one. Well, well that, that is her new theme, but Def Rebel released. 
Track 16, are you ready? Alright. I hate those generic ones because I can never get those. Alright, what is it? It's actually Def Rebel uh, creative theme. This is uh, Rick Moss. <laughs> oh, <laughs> seven and nine. Here we go. Is that the Miz? That's the Miz. Yeah. Yeah. Eight and nine. All right. Okay. Uh, see, uh, so here's a uh, track 18, I believe, right? Yes. Here we go. I'm a nice man. <laughs> I, will, I think I will. I did this with the song. Mr. Ass, Billy Gunn. Eight, nine. Okay, nine and nine. Yeah, I was not going to end the show with this theme. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Two this week. Alright, so, uh, okay, uh, 10 to 9. Absolutely. Track 20, here we go. say that's Tajiri. No. Steve Blackman? No. That is Kayentai. Who the hell is Ka- Okay, we're, we're skipping that one. I don't even know who that is. You know who Kayentai is? Takamichinoku and Funaki? No. I have no idea who that is. Get, you're jo- please, you're joking. Get the fuck out of here. The real number 20 coming up what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Only because you're tired and you want to 
get out of here and see and get some sleep. Okay, here we go. Clue. That is the Young Stallions. Uh, Jim Powers and Paul Roma. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, so uh, uh, I think they were in that, uh, that royal. Yeah, the 10 and 10. Here we go. It's all this one, Ben. Oh, I think you're going to get this one. Okay. Piper. <laughs> 11 and 10. Very good. Alright, uh, so that brings us to the show, Ben. We seem to bring the show to a close. Uh, we gotta do the WrestleMania predictions. Wait a minute. Yeah, you know what? It's okay. We, yeah, it's okay. We uh, did uh, Wrestling Roulette first so we can bookend the show with WrestleMania predictions. Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, before we cut out, because I'm so used to uh, closing out with Wrestling Roulette. But, yeah, here we go, WrestleMania 38. Do you have yours pulled up? Yes, sir. Night one. Okay, um, you know what? It doesn't really matter which way we go because it's all the same. So, uh, top to bottom... First up, we have the Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. I'm going to go with um, Bianca Belair. Yeah, I'm going with Bianca Belair as well. Next, we have the Mysterios versus The Miz and Logan Paul. Do we really need to... The Mysterios. Of course, The Mysterios, because we know Miz is going to throw a tantrum and turn on Logan Paul. Exactly. Then we have Drew McIntyre versus the undefeated Happy Corbin. Yeah, first off, fuck off with that undefeated Happy <laughs> right? Corbin bullshit. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> now you know, when I heard that, I, I messaged you the first time I heard it. I'm like, I, did I just hear that right? They called him the undefeated it, Happy Corbin. I, I, when you texted me that, I was dumbfounded. <laughs> no, I got Drew McIntyre. Yeah, so do I. Alright, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, the Usos versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. I'm the gonna Usos. have to go with the Usos. Yeah. I mean, come on. You really, I, lo- I love Shinsuke Nakamura, but you're not gonna give him a Tag Team Championship with Rick Boogs. No. Then we have New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Oh, please, the New Day. The New Day, accompanied by Butch and Ben. Do you know where they got the name? Uh, um, I, I'm almost ashamed to admit this, but I heard it came from from the Little Rascals. I, why? Why? I don't know. <laughs> hey, Bruce Pritchard, you suck at your job. Seth Rollins versus an opponent to be announced. And because I think the opponent is Cody Rhodes, I'm going to have to say Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I have to do go the same. And the main event of night one, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. 
Ben? Uh, Charlotte Flair, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Charlotte Flair. I just don't see Ronda Rousey uh, winning. No, right? I don't. Next no. Sorry? Her work has been terrible. Yeah, her mic work is so bad. Holy jeez. Yeah. Alright, night two kicks off with Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match. Queen Selena and Carmella defending against Sasha Banks and Naomi, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and Natalia versus Shayna Baszler. Sasha Banks and Naomi. Yeah, I'm going with Sasha Banks and Naomi on this one. Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn in Anything Goes match. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn as well. If they have Johnny Knoxville win at WrestleMania, I'm willing to riot. And this is a match that I'm looking forward to. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. I've got Pat McAfee. So do I. For triple threat for the tag team champ, Raw Tag Team Championships, RK Bro versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. I'm going with RK Bro. Yeah, I I, I can't see RK Bro losing at this point unless. Unless it's part of the storyline to break them up, but I can't. I can't really see that. They they seem to have doubled down on uh, on RK Bro. If they were going to break them up, uh, they would have set up a match for them at WrestleMania. Yep. Uh, against one another, not another tag team. So I'm going to go with RK Bro. All right, Edge versus AJ Styles. I'm going to go with Styles. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Styles as well. He needs the win much more than Edge does. Yep. And Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Uh, Lashley's gonna win this one because he has to. Don't do this to Lashley. Don't make him lose to Omos. Well, I have. A, I definitely have a fear that that's what's gonna happen. But because of of who I am as a human being, and I just can't bring myself to pick Omos. I'm going to have to say Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I'm going with Bobby Lashley. And in the main event, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for the for the unified WWE Championship. I'm going with Roman Reigns. Yep, Roman Reigns. All right, uh, Ben, you see any surprises happening at, on Saturday or Sunday? Um. Well, I... I am looking forward to uh, the KO show with Steve Austin. And I do anticipate, like I said earlier, um, Cody Rhodes making his WWE return. That still just absolutely blows my mind that that Cody Rhodes left AEW. However, you know, it's interesting because I was thinking about this. Um... Rumor Mill has it that um, Cody was asking for three million dollars to to stay, yeah. which, which I which that's a steep ask for anybody. But I think I think once we got you know Brian Danielson and uh, Adam Cole signed, I think that really pushed. Cody down the ladder in terms of positioning on the card and I think perhaps that that's what might have done him in um, and uh, you know but 
But, you know, AEW things aside, Cody Rhodes could do great things in, um, in AEW. But I have, I would be remiss if I didn't mention this. Obviously, if Cody Rhodes shows up at WrestleMania, you know, he would have to get the victory there. But I'm just hoping that Vince doesn't use Cody as a trophy piece against AEW. And then after the initial excitement of his return, I hope that Cody doesn't get buried. If if Cody's coming into WWE, I hope he has the same presentation that he had in um, AEW. Actually, uh, man, this is a good that I'm asking you this because, okay, it's going to be a busy week. We have a show on Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. And uh, we didn't really put anything out this week, uh, like any questions or ta- hot tag news. But uh, that's uh, the question that we, the only, the only question we put out it was, uh, what is your biggest prediction for WrestleMania 38? Cody Rose. Uh, that, that, that would be the same for me, but, um, for surprises, I, I can see, uh, Bailey returning. Oh, well, that would be really, really cool. Because I think it's, like, it's almost time for her to make her return. Yeah. All right, so that is the show, Ben, we say bring the show to quotes. I agree with you, my friend. All right, so, fans... That's uh, that's it, another edition of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I'm Elio, he's Ben. We will be back on Tuesday night. There's no show Saturday because it's going to be a busy weekend with WrestleMania and everything. So we'll be back on Tuesday night with our post-WrestleMania 38 show. Absolutely. So, Ben, say goodnight to the fans. Good night, and hopefully I didn't uh, bore you to death, and hopefully I... Uh... You know, came with a little bit of energy, but uh, you know, I'm just I'm awfully tired. Number one and number two, um, this WrestleMania season has absolutely drained me. Um, you know, Elio, I, I was doing the count, and I believe unless I miscounted. Oh, oh yes, uh, numbers to close this out. What do we got? Well, not not including. Well, let me actually, since we're gonna do numbers, I might as well. Uh, count the specific number of, of shows. Um, but numbers-wise, let me just pull it up on Anchor um, for our monthly numbers check. Uh, we have... Come on, come on. I hate it when technology is slow. Uh, 4,643. Uh, and to get you a more... I forget where we were exactly... Last month, but I can give you a rough estimate. So, so far, uh, on this fiscal month, which just started on uh, March 20th, we have 34 plays. Like, like I said, it just started, so that number will go up. And then the previous month, which was um, February 17th through March 18th, we had... 123. So, uh, we we've had um, we've had like over 150 plays since the last time we did this. So that's that's decent to say the least. Um, and then let me see here. 
Um, I'm just trying to get the the specifics. And then um, we are we are still the most popular in New Jersey. We have 43% of our listenership coming from New Jersey. Uh, Virginia has surprisingly overtaken Ohio. Uh, I, I, I was looking at uh, for Canada, Ontario is still uh, still the most still the most that's the, the, the number one. Well, isn't that where you are? Isn't yeah. Woodbridge yeah. part of Ontario? Yeah. Well, that would make sense because that's your hometown. So, um, but yeah, we're doing pretty good. We haven't uh, added any uh, country new countries in. Um, in this fiscal month, but uh, we'll get there. So far, we have 13 countries racked up, and uh, and about 20 states, from what I'm looking at. So that's that's pretty cool. And um, you know, I was I was actually telling my my parents this. Not that this has anything to do with numbers, uh, per se. But, um, you know, for the first two years of this show, um, we weren't doing much of anything numbers-wise. And then the last two years, that we really, uh, we've really come on strong in terms of uh, building an audience. So I'd be very um, interested to see where we are, um, you know, this time next year. And um, personally, I don't know about you, Elio, but I have a goal um, that I want to hit before we hit our uh, four-year anniversary, which happens on September 7th. Um, I want to hit uh, 5,000 plays overall. So. Yeah, that's why that's I'm going to – that's why I keep uh, looking – I keep checking to see if numbers are going up. Yeah, so, you know – I, I find what I'm finding interesting is like when when we release an episode it doesn't get plays like right away yep. but like if you release like two or three episodes on top of it then that episode you know two to three weeks back has a lot more plays it's um it's been an interesting uh, kind of look at things. Um, but I'm I'm very excited for the upward trajectory of the show. Oh, and then there's one more number that I forgot to give you. So in terms of how busy our WrestleMania season has been, <clears throat> uh, if you if you count this show, uh, which will be released probably tomorrow, yep. Uh, then depends. Yes, we've done seven shows this month, including this show. And then since the start of the year, we have done, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, uh, da, 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 da. 16, 17 shows. So, wow. Over, over the entirety of WrestleMania season, we have done 17 shows. Wow. Um, so, um, 
<laughs> Suffice to say, ladies and gentlemen, you know, WrestleMania season is a fun time uh, to be a podcast host, but it, it definitely is a little busy. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to, um, you know, just getting back into the regular flow of things. Um, not that I'm getting tired of ULEO or entertaining our fan base. It's just that toward, toward the end of WrestleMania season, it does get a little uh, rigorous. And, uh, you know, with, I don't know about you, um, how you feel about this WrestleMania season overall, but, um, you know, I, I feel it's been rather uninspired from a creative standpoint. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm just getting a little tired because especially with um, the Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar build, I mean, how much longer does that have to drag? Yeah. You know, now, obviously, I know the answer because WrestleMania is on, on, on Saturday and, well, Duramass is on Sunday. But, um, you know, it's just like, what else can they do with it? So they are, I mean, they are really maxing these storylines out as far as they can go. And I just hope that the matches deliver because, um, you know, on paper, uh, this WrestleMania card looks pretty good. Um, but in terms of, um, in terms of like execution and storytelling, and all that that implies, I have been very underwhelmed with this WrestleMania. So I'm hoping, um, I'm hoping that they can pull a few rabbits out of their hat and uh, make it entertaining for us. Because, you know, I would really like to come on here and say, you know, WWE had an awesome WrestleMania. Uh, you know, and 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 really give our fans uh, something to uh, really pay off. Uh, the WrestleMania season, um, because if they, if they can't pay off this Roman Reigns thing, uh, they might be in trouble. Because the other thing I was thinking about WrestleMania wise is yes, Roman Reigns' current run has been fantastic, but how far can it get? How how much further can it go? E- even if he wins as we expect him to. Before you know his his stick starts getting old, so that's that's another uh, interesting question to ponder as we enter our post WrestleMania season. And uh, I know you're gonna miss me until next Tuesday, but uh, try not to. And in the meantime, enjoy WrestleMania, and uh, we'll talk to you on Tuesday for our WrestleMania post show. Make sure you have your refreshments. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good one, boys. So make sure that you're ready. And uh, I will try not to sleepwalk through the remainder of this WrestleMania week.